Welcome, everyone, to another podcast of Modern World Zen. This is Josh Barzell. So in this episode, we're going to go a little bit further, and we're going to look at the... um, So first of all, last episode, what we did is we looked at um, attachment and how it relates to awareness and the fact that attachment is something that we need to overcome while awareness is something that we need to expand. And um, I think that you can understand that when we look at increasing our awareness to things that we don't think have consciousness, maybe feelings of hatred or anger, we can find an expanded awareness that includes those things, um, but that also in, that but that also um, we found that it's kind of a necessary thing is to give up our attachment so that we can expand our awareness. Um, and you could think, well, one is like a formless quality, right? And the other is sort of this 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 quality with form. You know, if you're attached to a place, that's that's a that's not formless, right? But really, the form and the formless are the same. So we're going to go a little bit uh, further. And what we're going to do is we're going to look at um, how, you know, bad company can affect us. Um, And we've talked about this a little bit, but we really haven't gone into it that much. And so the idea is that if you're a spiritual person, even sitting down and talking to someone can be problematic <laughs> because those vibrations of the conversation enter you and they might turn you away from good things. And this, is, this isn't really spiritual. I mean, we've been taught this as young people not to either talk to strangers or to stay away from certain types of people, maybe... Um, you know, we do have this idea that we should always be open and honest and, and embracing everyone. But sometimes we shouldn't be doing that. And we should be absolutely shunning certain types of company that are directly antagonistic to our spiritual progress. And the scriptures have made many things, have written many things like this. They say that even if your mother your father, your guru, your brother, your sister, um, relationships like this, your wife, your husband, interfere with your spiritual practices. You have to give up those relationships. Um, and I'm going to put that aside for you to think about as we kind of go along here. But that's kind of what's written. And it's written, you know, in a very serious tone. So um, how we can fall is we can't allow these types of relationships to affect the way we think about God, guru, meditation, enlightenment, you know, our spiritual practices, what we're doing, what kind of person we are. You know, all of these things can infect us, basically. And so if we're being infected by a certain person, we really want to give up that relationship. 
and shun that person. And that can be very hard to do. And these are, you know, these are some of the most pressing and, you know, eternal questions that we have to face. And they can be the most life-changing, too. You know, people say, should I leave my husband? You know, should I leave my wife? You know, these are all of the things that people struggle with. And they're very, very, very important questions. So, um, and the reason is because the meditation process is so subtle that anything can come in our way to distract us and get us doing something else. I mean, you think about the world, how many people are living the true spiritual path? Not many, right? When you look at it and you could say, well, maybe they're not interested or maybe this, the, the vibrations of wrong understanding are so overwhelming that people can't avoid drowning in, in worldliness because it's so strong and and we're forced to work in the world of this and how can we do that you know at the same time um, of trying to be a spiritual person so it doesn't take much you know it, it's said in the scriptures just just a moment of bad company can spoil your all of the work that you've done so you really have to be careful about that. Um, and, you know, you can understand that very simply because, you know, we're swayed by all sorts of things. You know, why would someone be doing drugs? Most people know the drugs are bad. This isn't the Middle Ages when these drugs have first come on the scene. This is the 1970s, necessarily, when we've been first exposed to them. We kind of know what's wrong and what's right, yet we still do the wrong things all the time um you know we're, we're told about alcohol and we still drink you know and so that shouldn't be surprising that a moment of bad company can spoil you the mind is so like you know it's so it can be so weak uh that it can be uh you know in a moment you can be taken away but you shouldn't really think that your mind is weak you should just understand that you've been told to stay away from bad company and that's what you should do and you shouldn't say oh i'm too weak to to stand up to them i don't think that's a good way of looking at it i think it's just a way it's a rule say you know for it's a it's a meditator's rule you know and um if you follow that rule then you don't have any problems it's only when you don't that you run into trouble. Um, so we're going to look at, um, you know, the idea of how to free ourselves um, from bad company. Um, so, and you know, we're not, you know, we're on the path of sadhana, right? Spiritual practice for the attainment of, of, realization right but while we're on the path we have to abide by certain rules you know it's not just oh it doesn't matter no it does you know as if you can meditate for an hour and then go hang out with the worst people no no you can't do that that's not allowed you know and to think it's, it's kind of like the the podcast we did last time which is sort of like, you know, um, do you have to just behave? You, you know, if you hear, you know, some hatred or anger, you know, 
does it mean that consciousness is not in that person? No. Right? In the same way, you know, if you are um, on the spiritual path and you involve yourself in some bad company, should you? Because consciousness exists there. We talked about it like that about being standing in the railroad tracks. You've been warned not to stand in front of the railroad tracks, right? But you should be seeing consciousness also in those warnings. So, you know, we, we you should see consciousness in my warning, you know, about bad company. And you should see consciousness uh, also in the people that you are avoiding. But we have to be a little bit... Um, we have to use our discrimination a little bit. And um, so, but that doesn't mean that the state of realization is such. You know, if you're in the state of divine realization, those rules don't apply to you. You can do, you can hang out with anyone you want to hang out with. There's no restrictions there because you've already attained the inner, your inner, uh, your inner, um, excuse me, sorry, the, <laughs> you know, your um, inner freedom and therefore once you have inner freedom you don't have to worry about outer freedom so there's no real rules once you attain realization but on the path um, while you're on the path you do have to obey certain rules um, and the you know I guess I was looking for the word liberation the inner liberation is what we're looking for um, so, and it's even said in the scriptures that death is preferable to bad company, right? And we certainly know there's been times, um, in the past of great saints who have given up their bodies, um, either been crucified or hung, um, in this way, and they never lost their attainment for a moment. You know, even, even being hung, they still were, you know, absorbed in the truth. So, um, and the reason is, is because if you're, if you die and you're reborn, well, you're fine. You start again. But if you're just constantly hanging out with bad company, there's no hope for you. So that's why death, uh, is preferable to bad company. And um, so we have to do this. It's a part of our, you know, it's a part of our meditation teaching. It's not separate from it. So you should think of this as just as important as how you prepare for meditation, the amount of time you meditate during the day, uh, the frequency, um, you know, the level of depth should be just as important as avoiding bad company. So, um, and I think that, you know, what happens is that you meditate or you chant for a while and you feel so good, you get rid of whatever was troubling you. So now you feel good enough and healthy enough to go to the mall or to go to this place or to call this person or to do, but that's can also cause our downfall. Because if we've just started now feeling better, you know, if you if you have flu or if you have a cold and you just start feeling better, if you go out and, you know, run around, you're probably going to get sick again. Or you can get pneumonia. 
right? So you do have to be very careful. So when you meditate and you do start feeling better, that's not a sign that you should immediately jump up and run out. And anyone who's done that and has felt bad afterward knows exactly what I'm talking about. So that's not really what we should be doing. We should be moving very slowly, mindfully, right? And be aware of where we're going, where we're coming from, what would we be doing, who is there, who must we, you know, avoid, right? And that doesn't mean that spiritual conversations are good. Spiritual conversations can be very good. That can actually help you in your in your sadhana. So good company is very good, you know. Um, hopefully you find that in listening to these podcasts that they have a good effect on your mind. So, um, so that's one of the things that we have to be aware of when we're doing our meditation practice. And I guess I'm going to leave it right there. Um, and hopefully I have had a good effect on you. Uh, but only if you listen, you know, only if you listen to what I've said. So, um, you know, we, we, we're trying something new, right? This is, we haven't learned this since birth. So if this is something new, all of our old habits can come up and lead us astray, especially if you're a very social person and you've taken the path, uh, if you've taken to the path of meditation, as soon as you feel better from meditation, of course, those old habits are going to come up and you're going to want run, run right out and talk for, you know, till the end of, you know, till dusk, you know, or until dawn. Like if you start in the, in, at night and my, my point is just to be very careful. Uh, so I just want to say thank you to everyone who has tuned in today uh, for this episode. And I hope that, um, this can help you continue your meditation. Really, like I said before, that's that. Would, if that could be my, the, if that could be the effect of these episodes, then I would be very, very pleased. Um, so anyway, um, just remember that if you've decided that you're going to start meditating and you're on the spiritual path, then the spiritual path is not your old worldly path that you've come from, that you know very well, that you're an expert at. Those are not the same thing. Ideally, after attaining realization, they do become the same thing. But on the on the way there, keep your arms and hands inside the car. As it's moving, it'll take you to your destination. So with that, I want to say thank you again to everyone who has tuned in today. Um, this has been Josh Barzell for Modern World Zen.